maybe you're too scared to really put yourself out there because you have a belief that you can't really deliver what it is that you're saying you will. But we have to overcome this and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Business Uncensored, the good, the bad and the ugly. The podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners who, like me, are sick of all the BS in the business world. If you don't know me already, I'm Jo Bevelacqua, a multi-business owner who helps entrepreneurs turn their passion into a profitable business through real business education, support and accountability. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, and thanks for joining me on another episode of Business Uncensored, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So today we're talking about the dreaded imposter syndrome, because it's definitely something that is pretty common amongst business owners, particularly women. To start off, I'm not saying that men can't experience this, because anybody can. But having worked with primarily women over the last few years is something I have seen a lot and have definitely experienced myself in the past. So imposter syndrome is a state of mind or belief or feeling that you're kind of faking your way through something, even if you're deemed successful by other people. So you could have the most successful business ever and be making a ton of money but still believe that you're not good enough or that you've just been faking your way through your journey. It's like you believe that you don't really know what you're talking about. But if this were true, how would you have had so much success so far? An example might be maybe you just started your business or you've been in business for a little while, but you're too worried to promote yourself or talk about what you do because you feel that you're not as experienced or as knowledgeable as your competitors. Maybe you're too scared to really put yourself out there because you have a belief that you can't really deliver what it is that you're saying you will. But we have to overcome this and that's what we're going to talk about today. Like I said, I've mostly seen it within women, but when imposter syndrome first became a thing years and years ago, it was more commonly amongst high achieving women. However, it can definitely be seen with anyone now, regardless of their work background, skill level or social status, which is why I think it's pretty important to talk about today. So let's start by looking at some characteristics or signs of imposter syndrome. Some of the most common signs are you're unable to look at your competence, intelligence and skills realistically. You base your success off external factors. You often criticise your own skills and performance. You fear that you can't or won't live up to certain standards or expectations. You're an overachiever and probably always have been. You sabotage your own success. You tend to be doubtful of yourself and your intelligence. And you set unrealistic goals and feel like a failure when you don't achieve them. These are just some of the most common characteristics of imposter syndrome, but it can actually be broken down into five different types. And these are the perfectionist. So this type of imposter syndrome is basically the belief that unless you do something absolutely perfectly, you could still be doing better. So you feel like an imposter or a fake because the perfectionist in you makes you feel that you're not as good as others might think. If you're a perfectionist, you probably set extremely high standards for yourself to meet. 
and ridiculously high goals to achieve. And if you don't succeed, you feel like a failure and start to doubt yourself. You might also feel like a bit of a control freak and that you feel like you do absolutely everything yourself for it to be right. The perfectionist might find that they're never fully satisfied with their achievements because it's as if they could have done better. It's like they can never reach perfection. Number two, the expert. This type is when you feel like an imposter because you don't know absolutely everything to do with a certain topic or you haven't become an expert in that topic yet. So it's like you don't feel that you have the authority or the credibility because you don't know everything there is to know about it. They usually base their success and their worth off what they know and how much they know with the thought that they will never know enough to be successful. Number three, the natural genius. This type of imposter syndrome means you feel like a fake because you have a belief that you're not naturally intelligent. So you might feel it takes you so much longer to learn something than others and believe that because of this, you're an imposter because you think you're not naturally smart. This person might believe that in order to be successful, they have to already be a genius in something. So they judge their success based on how easy something is for them rather than learning. It's like if they don't get something right the first time, then they're a fake. Number four, the soloist. The soloist is a type of imposter syndrome that basically means you feel like an imposter because you've had to ask for help. So it might be that you feel such a need to do things on your own that if you actually need help, you discredit yourself and believe you're not intelligent or competent enough to do something. Number five, the super person. This type is the belief that you have to be the absolute highest achiever or hardest worker to be successful. And if you're not at that level, then you're a fake. If this is you, you might constantly push yourself to work harder than everyone else around you and achieve the absolute most, which will probably result in burnout and have a negative effect on your mental health. This super person is probably driven by and obsessed with validation from others and thinks that if they don't get this validation, then they're not good enough. Imposter syndrome is actually quite a broad term, so breaking it down into these five types might help you identify which one you resonate with and help you to find specific ways to overcome them. Imposter syndrome can really impact you and your business because it can really negatively affect your mental health. The constant feelings of anxiety or feeling that you're not good enough can really lead you to a dark place mentally. And if you're not feeling 100% personally, you're not going to be able to give 100% to your business which might end up affecting your work processes as well as your motivation and productivity. Sound familiar? Imposter syndrome can also lead to burnout and exhaustion because like I said earlier, most people who experience it tend to be high achievers with unrealistic expectations and standards that they set for themselves. So with that, you might overwork yourself to the point of exhaustion because you've had such a strong need to achieve these goals that might be near enough impossible and the more you overwork yourself the closer you'll come to burnout burnout might seem small on paper but it can really bring you down it can bring on things like both mental and physical symptoms such as chronic fatigue headaches anger and irritability and can almost take away your ability to do anything let alone do it well so 
Of course, if this is something you're experiencing, how are you going to put the time and energy into your business? Especially because during a time like this, it's important to prioritize your personal needs. So if you're having to focus on this, you're not going to be able to focus on your business at the same time. Maybe the quality of what you're delivering might start to fall because you're so distracted by this fake feeling that you can't stay focused. This might happen, especially if you're becoming burnt out too. So imposter syndrome definitely can have a negative effect on both you personally and on your business, which is why it is so important to recognize this and start to take the small steps to bring yourself out of this state of mind. So what can you do to overcome imposter syndrome, I hear you ask? Overcoming this can be pretty difficult, especially if you've been experiencing it for quite a while. But here are just a few small changes that you can start to do that may really help you today. Number one, talk about your feelings. One of the most important things you can do to overcome this, or with anything for that matter, is actually talk about it. Talk to your loved ones. Talk to people that you can trust about how you feel, what kind of thoughts you're experiencing, and get it all off your chest. Something that can really help is find a community of people that can relate to what you're going through. Because if you're experiencing it, I can pretty much guarantee that somebody else has experienced it too. And they will really understand what you're going through. You can share experiences and advice on different things. Most of the time, irrational beliefs and thoughts will grow and intensify if you keep them to yourself. So sharing them with other people who understand you and what you're going through can really, really help. Number two, assess your skills and your abilities. This one is more of a practical approach that can really help you to start overcoming your imposter syndrome. So sit down and think about all the things that you've accomplished. Get a piece of paper and write them down. Write down your achievements and list what you're good at to remind yourself of what you're capable of. Because if you really didn't have the skills, the knowledge or the intelligence to do what you do, how would you have had the success you have done so far? Number three, stop comparing yourself to others. This one is probably easier said than done, but comparing yourself to other people can really have a negative impact on yourself, both personally and professionally. Every time you do this, you then reaffirm these expectations and standards that you think you have to meet, which is going to make you feel even worse. So rather than comparing yourself to others, think about what you're doing well and what's working for you and think about what you can learn from others too, rather than how they might be doing better than you. Number four, realize that done is better than perfect. This is something I've always said, done is better than perfect, because it is. So it's about trying to change that narrative that in order for something to be good, it has to be perfect. It's about focusing on actually taking action, and being done with something when it's right, because if you're constantly chasing perfect, then you're never going to stop. Number five, don't fight these feelings. One of the worst things you can do when you're experiencing imposter syndrome is try and squash it. Instead, it's about accepting what you feel and allowing yourself to sit in it for a while, because by doing this, you'll be able to figure out what's really holding you back, what's causing it, and how can you start to combat it. That being said, it's important to have that balance and be able to come out of that state when necessary. Try not to sit in it for too long. And number six, don't let it hold you back ever again, which is probably easier said than done. 
But by making these small changes, you can start to slowly overcome imposter syndrome and gain back that confidence in your ability. Eventually, you'll be in control of it and just keep pushing through. So that's all for this week's episode. I know it may have been quite a heavy one and you may need to go back and re-listen to it, but it's super important to talk about it because the more we have these conversations and talk openly about these things, the quicker we can start to normalise them and overcome them. Please do reach out and let me know, have you experienced imposter syndrome? How has it affected you and your business? And what kind of things have you done to overcome it? I'd love to open up the conversation. And as usual, if you enjoy it, please rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends. Um, All my social media links are in the show notes if you want to reach out. So please do. And hopefully I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.